Hello. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Anthony Hodge, the district superintendent for the Rock Hill District and spouse of your pastor, Reverend Dr. Sheila Elliott Hodge. I will attempt to continue the sermon series Road Trip. And now I want to read the pastor's scripture taken from Acts 9, verses 1 through 6, and the following words are printed. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogue in Damascus. So if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. And as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. He replied, now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. At this time, I'm going to ask that we focus on the theme he saw the light. Again, he saw the light. Consider the last time that you were riding with someone or even behind someone at a traffic light. The light has turned green and the person is still sitting there as if it was red. Or better yet, you're riding as a passenger in a car and you're headed toward the intersection and the caution light is in plain sight and the trusted driver jets through the light as if he or she didn't see it. It has turned red and your response is, wait a minute, you didn't see that light? You didn't see it was red? A different approach to addressing the theme for this message would be, we've all seen lightning. We've all seen sunset. We've all witnessed bright lights coming toward us as we drove or rode in vehicles at night. Well, what about the light that Saul saw? He saw a light, but it was a different kind of light. It was different from lightning, different from sunlight or bright lights or high beams coming from a vehicle. The light he experienced appears to alter him from that day forward. Why was he altered? From a scriptural standpoint, we know that Saul wanted to do some things that were contrary to God's will. We have an idea who he wanted to confront. He wanted to confront those who were espousing the Christian faith. What we're not sure as to why this light the light that Saul encountered caused him to respond in the manner that he responded. I'm sure that it was different, but what made it different? Was it the intensity of the light? What made the light different for Saul? Why was this light being exhibited at this time in the day? What was the angle of the light. You tell me, whatever it was, Saul's entire outlook changed as a result of his encounter with this light. 
As I reflect on this passage of scripture, I'm reminded of a time when I was traveling to one of my military assignments. Like other travelers with a window seat on the airplane, I peered out of the window for a while and saw the beauty of clouds, clouds that God so wonderfully created. What a lovely view it was. Could it be that Saul witnessed something similar to that? Probably not because if that, that had been the case, he would not have responded in the manner that he did. And even if the light that Saul saw wasn't deemed beautiful, to him it was an experience that he would never forget. Can you recall an experience or encounter that left you spellbound? How would Saul, a persecutor of God's church, respond to this light? From what we know, Saul embraced the light and also the voice that accompanied the light. The modern day Christians believe that the voice accompanying the light that Saul saw was Jesus. Is this the same Jesus who reveals in John 8, 12, that he is the light of the world and further comments that those who follow him would not walk in darkness, but would also have light. Today, we know that it was Jesus that Saul encountered as he experienced that life transformational light. Saul followed Christ. He followed the instructions and did what he was told to do. He got up from that place and met someone who helped introduce him to the faith. The faith that he once opposed Saul saw the light on this day. And if he were here with us, I believe he would be able to resonate with the words of this song. The chorus of the song exclaims, walk in the light, beautiful light. Come where the dewdrops of mercy shine bright. Oh, shine all around us. By day and by night, Jesus is, Jesus is the light of the world. Oh, we shall walk in the light, beautiful light. Come where the dewdrops of mercy shine bright. Oh, shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus is. Jesus is the light of the world. I like that hymn by Thomas Whitfield, Walk in the Light. And if my wife had been proclaiming a message with that song, and I'm sure she would be able to sing it in a harmonious manner, but I'm not on that level, so I'm not even going to try it. But what I can say to all of us is we all can agree that Saul saw the light. And as a result of his experience, his life was changed forever. 
Can the same be said for each of us? Can we truthfully say that we have encountered the light of Jesus Christ in our lives? Better yet, can others say that they have seen Jesus and God's movement through our living. If you've seen the light, there is no way that your life can be the same. The light will expose the good and the bad in our lives. That same light will help us work through and overcome that which needs to be changed in our lives. I'm here to share with you, friends, because that same light that Saul encountered also revealed itself to me. I'm glad that it came, and I am attempting every day to walk in that light. That's why I'm encouraged by this passage of scripture. The reason I am encouraged is because if God can aid Saul, who became Paul, see the light. Surely God can assist each of us in developing a walk with Christ. Our lives do not have to be the same today as they have been in the past. What lies ahead can be better than what has been or still might be. I'm a firm believer that God desires for humanity to see the light. I'm talking about the light of lights. The light is greater than any light we've ever encountered in this life. And if you haven't already, why not expose yourself to the one that Saul encountered in this biblical passage? God is still using persons like Ananias to help others open their eyes to see what true living is all about. Our biblical passage makes it clear. I can attest to it, and some of you can as well. When we are exposed to the true life, we will not be able to continue in the ways that were once comfortable to us. The light of Christ in our lives will give us a different outlook. The light of Christ will change our perspective on things. The light of Christ will cause us to treat others differently. Oh, think about that song, Walk in the Light. I invite each of us now to reflect on a time we were first exposed to the light of Christ. Where were you? Who helped you encounter this light? How did the encounter with the light of Christ help reshape you into a different person? You see, I'm a firm believer that Saul is not the only one who has encountered the light of Christ. We too have had similar experiences. 
And I hope that our experience with the light of Christ will inspire us to do something that Saul, who later became Paul, did. We'll tell someone that the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. We'll tell someone that I'm not what I used to be, but I'm not at that place I want to be. But as long as I'm walking in the light, I'll eventually get there. Oh, it's one thing to sit at the traffic light and see it be red and not go through it. It's one thing to be in a vehicle and see somebody going, jetting at a caution light. But it's another thing to have the light of Christ come to you and give you an opportunity to make changes. On this road trip, as you prepare yourself, I can see that a light is available and wants to make a difference. If he did it for Saul, if he did it for me, if he did it for your pastor, if he did it for some of you, surely there are others who can have their lives transformed as well. This day, even if you have been affected by that light, just take some time to reflect about the goodness of the light. It was the light who makes it possible for you and I to even be forgiven for the many sins that we have committed or may commit. It is the light who gave of himself for the sins of humanity. It is the light who stands intervening for your sake and for mine. My brothers and sisters, I ask that you see the light, know it's there, and realize that it will be there. It never grows dim. It never goes out. You can't replace it. You can't purchase it. It is a free gift given to all who reveal vulnerable places and is willing to have that light shed goodness into it. At this time, I now ask that we prepare ourselves for a word of prayer. Oh, beautiful light, God of creation, who gave of God's best and shared with the world the light, the beautiful light, the light of the world. Thank you for your willingness to give to us. Oftentimes, we've not been worthy. We have failed miserably. We have done things that we are not pleased about. But because you are gracious and merciful, you have still given us chance after chance 
This day I ask that you remind us that the light is still visible and all we have to do is adhere, be open to, and see it is there for us for life transformation. If there is anyone, God, who wants a greater relationship or wants to establish one, open their hearts, open their eyes, and connect them with this pastor of this church. Connect them with someone who has seen the true light and give them an opportunity to reveal themselves as Saul became Paul. Help them to know that their lives can be changed as well. For I ask these things in your holy and righteous name. Amen.